Welcome to Fronteras, a program that explores issues at the border and beyond through the lens of arts, culture, and history. I'm Norma Martinez with Texas Public Radio in San Antonio. Chicano and Latino art is experiencing a renaissance of sorts. What had once been described as graffiti is now being lauded at some of the world's most prestigious galleries. A new curator is fine-tuning the Latino art collection at San Antonio's McNay Art Museum. The McNay is primarily a contemporary art museum with material that also dates back to medieval times. Mia Lopez is the McNay's first curator of Latinx art. The position is funded by the Leadership in Art Museums Initiative. That's a partnership between the Alice L. Walton Foundation, the Ford Foundation, the Mellon Foundation, and Pilot House Philanthropy to increase racial equity in museum leadership. The McNay is the only museum in Texas granted the award. We talked to Lopez inside one of the McNay's many galleries. The studio is an interactive space featuring the work of one artist. It's often used by class groups and the public to interact with the art and create their own exhibition. The featured artist inside the studio is Mexican-born, Texas-raised Guadalupe Hernandez, and we'll talk more about him later in the program. Lopez says it's almost as if the position of Latinx curator at the McNay was created just for her. So I have been working in museums and cultural organizations for over 15 years. I'm a San Antonio native, born and raised, and I studied art history in undergrad, but really even before that, I was bitten by the museum bug as a child. I was able to visit museums, including the McNay, um, on a regular basis growing up here in San Antonio. I really felt like the McNay was a magical place. Um, you know, the full campus, you know, the beautiful architecture, but most of all, really the collection and uh, just the incredible array of work that the museum um, has. All of that was top of mind when I saw this position created. After I completed my undergraduate degree at Rice University, I returned to San Antonio and I worked for a period as an educator at the Museo Alameda. And although that museum no longer exists, that was a really important moment for me um, in terms of revisiting San Antonio's cultural landscape and really thinking about what I wanted to do for the rest of my career. It underscored um, my desire to go on to graduate school. And then also, I really believe that San Antonio's arts and culture community is unique and special and deserves to be part of a national conversation about not only Latino art, but just art in general. So I went to graduate school at the School of the Art Institute of Chicago. I became involved with the Smithsonian Latino Center. Um, they have a museum studies program that I participated in while in graduate school. I held intern positions at the MCA Chicago. And then following graduate school, I took a fellowship at the Walker Art Center in Minneapolis. And there really began to see what an internationally renowned museum does in the field of contemporary art. I kind of consider that time a sort of curatorial boot camp. Following that, I returned to Chicago for a position at the DePaul University Art Museum. And there I really was able to contribute to a team that was thinking um, 
really in-depth about how we could expand the art historical canon to improve the representation of artists that were often left out and overlooked. And I'm really proud of the work that I was able to do with that team. And We were small, only four full-time staff, and I got to work on so many different types of exhibitions, projects, um, publications, and public events. But following that, you know, the pandemic hit, and I was ready to come home. And I took a leap of faith with my family. Um, we decided, my husband and I, and our um, now two-year-old baby, that we wanted to be in San Antonio. And it just worked out really perfectly in terms of the timing that shortly after I moved home, this position was listed. And it really felt like fate. And so... When was it when you were maybe studying art, doing internships, or curating, or providing input on other exhibits? When was it that you realized, or maybe did you always realize, that there was this lack of representation in museums? Where did you see and notice that disparity? When I was studying art history at Rice University, I worked on an honors thesis, and I knew that I wanted to address Latino art in some way. It was what I was gravitating towards early on in my studies. And as I started to do my research on, at the library on campus, um, and even visiting the libraries of some of, yeah, you know, Museum of Fine Arts Houston, looking at some of like the archival materials from the Contemporary Art Museum in Houston, it was really obvious that there were not a Latinos that had had exhibitions that were included in these collections. And I should say, you know, by Latinos, I'm really specifically thinking about people that have Latin American descent and are living and working in the United States. At the time that I was studying, there was definitely a strong interest in Latin American art, particularly in Houston and in other you know, major institutions. But there was, had yet to really be what we're experiencing now, which is um, almost a renaissance of Latinx art at institutions around the country. And so I was looking for sort of evidence of exhibitions, evidence of artists and collections, and finding time and time again that it just didn't exist. And, you know, Chich Marin, famous now for his collection, he's been a collector for decades, but all of that art essentially is contemporary art. Many of these artists are living or have recently passed. So, like you're saying, this sort of renaissance of Latino artists, it is contemporary art. So um, you're, I don't think you're in a, in a better place than at the McNay to help you know, curate these types of exhibits from these living artists. And I believe living artists are what you specialize in. I do. I do specialize in living artists. There's an expression that sometimes comes across in contemporary art that all art has been contemporary. And that <laughs> has been a really important framing device for me as, you know, I contextualize contemporary art. Because as much as, you know, yes, working with living artists and you're know, talking about things that are happening in the studio, you know, very recently, um, it's important to understand the art historical foundations that they're building upon. And it's interesting, you know, 
in thinking about sort of the lack of representation, I go back to the origins of the art group ASCO in Los Angeles. And, you know, ASCO, of course, it's nausea. Um, ASCO is this collective. uh, Their origin story is that they were at the Los Angeles County Museum of Art and that they were looking for Chicano art and that they approached someone. There's different variations of the story. I've heard that you know they approached a security guard or docent, and one version, they even approached a curator. And they said, hey, where's the Chicano art? And they were told, Chicanos don't make art. You know, they make graffiti. You know, I think that was, gosh, in the 70s that that happened. In any case, um, Asco is now in Los Angeles County Museum of Art. <laughs> I look to that moment, you know, as this indication that whether the institutions were actively supporting the artists or not, the art was being made. And what's so interesting is that, you know, here I'm, I'm telling that story about this, you know, major museum on the West Coast, you know, that had a significant uh, Mexican-American population that it was not necessarily engaging with at that time. It's a really different story here at the McNay. What I have stepped into in this role is an opportunity to continue doing work that has happened since the very inception of the museum's collection. The very first work that was collected by Mrs. McNay, and was part of the bequest and on view to this day, was a work by Diego Rivera. Since you know the origins of this museum, there has been a really deep engagement, um, appreciation, if not full on, you know, love of Mexican, Latin American, Southwestern art. What my position is doing is it's really kind of formalizing some of the work that the museum has already been doing. Um, And it's allowing us to take a deeper dive specifically into Latinx art. So thinking about the border, the diaspora, and the many different kind of iterations of cultural identity that exist within the United States today. Mia Lopez is the new curator of Latinx art at the McNay Art Museum in San Antonio. We're talking to her inside the McNay. When we come back, Lopez introduces us to the work of one Latino artist whose work is on display at the McNay. Guadalupe, as an artist, belongs here in this museum, that his cultural heritage is represented already in our collection. Our conversation continues next on Fronteras. Welcome back to Fronteras. I'm Norma Martinez with Texas Public Radio in San Antonio. 
On any given day, you can find girls in ball gowns getting their quinceañera photos taken on the lush green grounds of the McNay Art Museum in San Antonio. The 1929 mansion on which the museum is built makes for a picturesque backdrop. Generations of children have also walked the galleries of the McNay, and one of those was the McNay's new curator of Latinx art, Mia Lopez. She says those trips and visits with her mom to museums helped instill her love of art. My mom is an art lover and always made a point of making sure that my brother and I got to the museums with her. Of course, we visited the McNay, San Antonio Museum of Art, but also we visited the Guadalupe Cultural Arts Center. You know, she and I would go to Cine Festival together. We would go to poetry readings at the, you know, downtown Central Library. She is a daughter of San Antonio. We are fourth well, I think I believe that I'm a fourth generation Tejana, depending on how you count things. Um, and it was always really important to my family that my younger brother and I know where we came from and have an appreciation for uh, our cultural heritage. And I'm so happy to see that continue to thrive within the McNay, you know, within the city of San Antonio as a whole. And what I think is really unique about this museum is just the way contemporary art is presented, because I would assume it's kind of a hard sell, right? Hey, I'm going to go take you to see some contemporary art. Oh, it's, I, I don't know what it's going to mean. Is it just going to be like, you know, a rope on a wall? You know, people <laughs> might not understand it, but the way contemporary art is presented here, uh, you, you had mentioned the architecture, the grounds. It really is in how it's collected, the presentation. There's something very special about it, how it's presented and makes it all that much more fascinating. Something that's really unique about the McNay is the way that many of our galleries really kind of echo the original Spanish colonial revival architecture um, you know, that has been so beautifully preserved. And so the way that art is presented in many of the spaces is almost a salon-style installation where you see things that are presented closer together, juxtapositions that are a little bit more eclectic, as opposed to the kind of more traditional white cube that you would expect um, (laughs) sort of more cold presentation of contemporary art, which I have a huge amount of respect for the white cube spaces, and there's something (laughs) that can be really powerful about seeing work in that kind of minimal way. And we actually do even have a few moments where we're in our galleries, you're kind of able to sort of see a little bit more of that kind of minimal style presentation. But I also really appreciate the kind of cozy nooks, the places within the museum where you're reminded that this was in fact a home before it ever became a museum. We're talking to Mia Lopez, the new curator of Latinx art at the McNay Art Museum in San Antonio. We're talking inside the McNay's studio space. It's a space near the museum's entrance that highlights the work of one artist and invites the public and visiting groups to create their own exhibition. It's a long rectangular space with wood floor tiles and gray walls. A long seating area accommodates several workspaces and a giant interactive screen encourages curiosity. The work of Texas artist Guadalupe Hernandez is featured in the studio. He's a young artist born in Mexico who grew up near San Antonio and now lives in Houston. 
His works are connected to his Mexican heritage. Mia Lopez explains. He makes work about labor. He makes work about cultural identity,、um, and specifically, you know, growing up in the U.S.-Mexico region. But he also is really invested in craft. And what we are looking at here in the space are some examples of, yes, painting and drawing that he has done, but.、Um, Really, some beautiful examples of papel picado, which is a an artisanal craft that, in many ways,、um, has needed to be preserved by artists like Guadalupe because there's so much that、um, industrialization and kind of the digital and mechanical、uh, processes have tried to sort of erase that the artist hand. Does in a, in a way that really cannot be duplicated. The examples of papel picado on display here aren't the usual paper cutouts used at Mexican tourist traps. They're large and elaborate. One reads "Con Cariño" and is a cutout of his mother holding a bin of tomatoes in front of an industrial sink. Another is a cutout of a young man holding a stack of cowboy hats, selling them buenos y baratos, good and inexpensive. The painting on which that cutout is based is on display alongside it. Lopez takes me to a wall adjacent to these pieces. That wall is covered in artificial foliage. Actually, if we go over here to this wall, you can even see something that's really unique and cool to the studio. Is that? Oh, there are these little nooks. Hidden door. Hidden among the leaves are small red ribbons enticing you to pull on them with words like "Hola, come closer" or "Psst, open me." Yeah, where you can find some of his equipment and the tools that he uses, specifically in making the papel picado. We next move to another gallery in the McNay, which contains a work that could be considered the cornerstone of the entire McNay collection. It's a 1927 Diego Rivera painting of a young child. She's about five to seven years old. She's wearing a simple blue and white dress. Her hands are gently clasped at her waist. She's standing barefoot on a yellow rug, and her round brown face is shyly glancing upwards. This is the. First work that actually entered the McNay's collection,、um, and this is a portrait of Delfina Flores, who was an Otomi Indian and was the daughter of Diego Rivera's、um, housekeeper. And they actually had a close relationship. He painted her again、um, at least one other time during her life. And I was reading he actually was the godfather of her son. So you know he was of course very committed to、um, celebrating indigenous cultures, and this is just a beautiful portrait that I think has a significance in the collection, and that you know this was kind of the piece that started it all, and how it's fascinating to me to really think about how the collection really built off of that. The museum's first director、um, was. Very interested in Mexican art, traveled to Mexico、uh, regularly. That was at John Leeper, and that you know, absolutely comes through when you look at you know, the depth of our collection of Mexican art. But I think it's interesting because for many Latinx artists, you know, it is you know the big three, you know, these great Mexican artists that were. 
the only Latino artist that they saw in the textbooks that they studied. So it kind of um, sort of reiterates, you know, this as being a foundation for the contemporary art that we are now so excited to be celebrating today. Mia Lopez is the new curator of Latinx art at the McNay Art Museum in San Antonio. We're just getting started at the McNay. Tune in next week as she takes us on a tour of some highlights of the museum's Latinx collection, including a peek behind the scenes. The artist whose works are on display in the studio at the McNay, Guadalupe Hernandez, hosts an open studio event where participants can make their own papel picado. It takes place Sunday, November 3rd at the McNay. Find more information at tpr.org. And that's also where you can view some photos of Hernandez's work on display at the McNay. Thanks for joining us for Fronteras. Fronteras is produced by Norma Martinez and Marian Navarro. Our executive producer is Dan Katz. Our editor is Fernando Ortiz Jr. Cheranga Cakewalk composed our theme music. Hear past episodes at tpr.org and on the Fronteras podcast. I'm Norma Martinez with Texas Public Radio in San Antonio.